This is a diet of Brussels. Does globalisation make uh, the single market irrelevant? Now, this is a question uh, on Twitter from Paul Dunn. So thank you very much for that. And his uh, his query is, you know, he asked this question because, you know, a lot of people suggest that there is rubber stamping of international trade agreements uh, and the like by the EU. And we could simply get rid of the middleman, if you'd like, that European level, and just have countries, clearly here we're thinking about the UK, uh, engage with that international framework. There's certainly something to be said for this. Uh, one of the uh, things that the uh, previous government uh, embarked upon here in the UK was a, a review of competences, basically trying to map out whether there was what the impact or the uh, the influence of European legislation was on domestic legislation and whether that was an appropriate balance. Now, that review uh, stretched over several years and came to the broad conclusion that actually uh, the EU uh, played an appropriate role in the policy mix. But it also highlighted, very interestingly, uh, certain areas where there was a lot of international global regulation uh, which the EU merely passed on. Key example here is the World Health Organization, um, which establishes a whole series of protocols in uh, health and food safety uh, and the like, which uh, the UK would be bound to as part of the UN system, uh, whether or not it was a member of the EU. So, yes, you can certainly make the argument for that, but it's also to forget uh, two key factors. On the one hand, uh, international regulations don't just appear. They are the result of negotiation and compromise, uh, debates. Um, I think here we might think well of the uh, the World Trade Organization and the way that that has progressively developed in the post-war uh, world, um, and the way in which you've had very long and extensive uh, and often uh, unsuccessful, uh, particularly more recently, uh, negotiations about trying to reduce uh, barriers to trade. Now, uh, as a member of the EU, the UK potentially has more influence uh, as a part of uh, a bloc that has an agreed position uh, than it does by itself. Now, set against that, we, we have to remember that, uh, of course, it means that the UK has to agree in a position with its uh, other uh, European uh, counterparts uh, to reach that agreed position. But given the extent of integration which exists between the different countries, we might imagine that there is relatively little uh, difference between them in comparison to uh, a difference with other world uh, economic powers or regulatory powers. Here I'm particularly thinking about the US, about Japan, and increasingly uh, China and other large emerging markets, potentially uh, India. Now, against all of those, being part of a larger group that is relatively coherent and cohesive is a negotiating advantage. The second issue is that uh, the EU is not simply about global regulation, that the extent of European integration goes well beyond what is uh, actions and is intended uh, at a global or at an international level. Basically, uh, put, the EU does a lot of things that other international organisations don't do, 
or that no one international organization international organization does now uh, that matters i think because uh, firstly it allows member states to achieve outputs and outcomes uh, through the EU, EU framework that they might otherwise not be able to. And secondly, I think it allows for the opportunities of building in uh, wider ranging, more holistic kinds of approaches. Now, that sounds a bit uh, uh, highfalutin, so holistic, but basically it's about recognising that a lot of public policy these days is interconnected. That food policy, for example, has implications on trade, on health, on uh, consumer rights, uh, on a whole series of different activities. And if we have a system that allows us to incorporate and uh, modulate the impacts of any one change, then potentially we have more opportunity for good public policy, or at the very least, least uh, less bad public policy. So as much as uh, the EU does act in some cases as a, a conduit for international rules, I don't think that removes the logic and the uh, benefits uh, to member states of being part of the EU.